Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. It's another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, episode 2076, and I'm Dr. Neil Malik. Hey there, happy Friday, and welcome to another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, where I answer your health questions related to fitness, diet and nutrition, and lots more. You send in the questions, and I answer them for you. And if you're in the U.S. and send in a relevant question, we'll visit the post office and personally mail you a physical copy of the Optimal Living Daily Workbook. I'll tell you how to send a question in at the end. Now on Fridays, I sometimes take the time to talk about me and my background and my credentials and why I sometimes call myself Dr. Neil. I'm not gonna do that now because I already did it on the first Q&A episode from earlier this month. So with that, let's keep this intro nice and short and hear today's question as we optimize your life. Today's question came via email. Catherine writes, I've been told by my doctor that my genetics predispose me to high cholesterol. I was on a light statin dose and my cholesterol levels greatly improved. I discussed with my doctor about lowering my cholesterol levels naturally through diet and yoga. After several months of trying, my levels unfortunately shot back up. My doctor said the benefits of staying on a low-dose statin outweigh the risks. I would prefer to not be on medication. I'm also on a light dose of a blood pressure-lowering medication. Are there very effective lifestyle choices I can be implementing that could help with the high cholesterol? What are some of the best foods and herbs to include in my diet? What about the best forms of exercise for these issues? Thank you for taking the time to send in your question, Catherine. I can completely understand you wanting to come off of your medication. We hear about those success stories of those that were able to manage their chronic disease, whether it's high cholesterol, diabetes, or some other chronic condition with just lifestyle changes. They talk about how happy they are now and they don't have to take medications anymore. Why can't that be us? I mean, they're not lying, right? It is possible, isn't it? Yes, it's absolutely possible, but it may not be possible for everyone. As you mentioned, Catherine, some may have a genetic predisposition to, say, having high cholesterol. One of the reasons for this, and this is likely not the only reason, is that some people have high levels of something called lipoprotein A. There's a lab test that the doctor can order that checks for the amount of lipoprotein A floating around in the bloodstream. The doctor will usually order this test if someone has a family history of early heart disease or if they're unaware of their family's medical history. If the blood levels of this lipoprotein A are high, and even if blood cholesterol levels look normal, the doctor may still recommend a statin as a preventative measure. 
There are other lipoproteins the doctor may test too, and they all provide the doctor with clues about a patient's risk for having a heart attack or stroke. But this may be a case where the doctor ran one of these tests and determined that you're at a higher risk purely due to your genetics. But that doesn't mean all hope is lost. Before I get into some of the lifestyle behaviors I would recommend, I wanna make sure to talk about what healthy blood cholesterol levels look like. According to the National Heart, Blood, and Lung Institute, for those 20 years of age or older, we want our cholesterol numbers, total cholesterol that is, to be less than 200. We want our LDL, or bad cholesterol levels, to be less than 100. And we want our HDL, or good cholesterol, to be above 40 if born male and above 50 if born female. I remember when I was first learning these terms in school, it was hard for me to remember which type of cholesterol was good and which was bad. So my instructor said to imagine that the L in LDL meant lousy or lethal, and the H in HDL meant happy or healthy. The LDL cholesterol, or lousy or lethal cholesterol, is the one that clogs up our arteries. HDL, the happy or healthy one, helps the body clear LDL from the arteries, which is why it's good. By clearing LDL from the arteries, HDL lowers our risk for heart attack and stroke. Okay, back to your question, Catherine. Are there behaviors that I would recommend making all of these cholesterol levels, not to mention your blood pressure, look better the next time your doctor runs these tests? Yes. Do I like asking questions out loud to myself only to answer them myself? I think I do. Now, there are some lifestyle changes that have been shown to be very helpful to reduce blood cholesterol and blood pressure levels. So let's discuss. One, weight loss. Now, this may not be an issue for you, Catherine, but I'm mentioning it just in case. One of the most effective ways to lower blood cholesterol and blood pressure quickly is weight loss. And this weight loss doesn't have to be dramatic. Five to 10 pounds can actually lead to a five to 8% drop in LDL levels and a drop in blood pressure. Two, eat less trans fat, unsaturated fat, and more omega-3 and monounsaturated fats. Okay, trans fats have been banned from most foods, but you can still find small amounts in some store-bought and restaurant foods. When reading a food label, if you see partially hydrogenated oil listed as one of the ingredients, the food has trans fat in it, pick something else. Now, these fats are not so great because they've been shown to increase LDL cholesterol while at the same time decreasing HDL cholesterol. It's like a double whammy, increasing bad, decreasing good. There are some trans fats that are found naturally in foods, like red meat, but those aren't what I'm talking about here. Now, red meat is another story. Red meat is actually high in saturated fat. Saturated fat may also increase LDL cholesterol levels, but the good news is that it may not decrease HDL cholesterol like trans fats do. So, saturated fat will just raise the bad and not really affect the good cholesterol. Most health organizations recommend we get zero grams of trans fat each day. Translate that, complete avoidance. And that we get less than 10% of our total calories for the day from saturated fat. Now, when it comes to omega-3s and monounsaturated fats, these are the good ones. These tend to reduce LDL cholesterol levels. The best food sources of omega-3 fats are those fatty cold water fish salmon, mackerel, anchovies, sardines, halibut, and trout. 
you can get omega-3 fats from plant-based sources too. More on that in a second. The goal is to try and get 1.5 to 2 grams of omega-3 fats per day. If you don't like any of the fish that I mentioned, the ones that are high in these omega-3s, talk to your doctor about using an omega-3 supplement. When it comes to monounsaturated fats, again, this is a fat that we want to increase in our diets. Olive oil is one of the best sources. Three, another diet recommendation, eat more fiber. So you remember how I was just saying you can find plant-based sources of omega-3s? Well, one of these just happens to be high in omega-3 fats and dietary fiber, walnuts. So one way to eat more fiber would be to add a quarter cup of nuts to your diet each day. If you throw in some almonds with those walnuts, you'll get some monounsaturated fat along with it. Now, along with nuts, fruits, vegetables, and whole grains are good fiber sources too. Fiber is so helpful because it actually helps to bind to cholesterol and then helps the body get rid of it. So in a way, fiber acts the same way as HDL. The daily fiber target for those born female is 25 grams. For those born male, 35 grams. Oh, and when we're increasing fiber intake, be sure to increase your intake slowly. This will help avoid any gastrointestinal distress, and it helps to drink more water as you increase your fiber intake too. Four, I do have a couple more diet recommendations. Eat less added sugar. Added sugars get converted to fat or triglycerides very easily. So eating less added sugars can help lower triglyceride levels. And in place of sugar, try adding Ceylon cinnamon to make up for that missing flavor. A meta-analysis found that cinnamon reduces total blood cholesterol levels and triglycerides when consumed daily. About a teaspoon a day might do the trick. Regularly consuming garlic can also help reduce blood cholesterol levels and blood pressure. And five, lastly, exercise and stress management. One of the most effective ways to increase that good HDL cholesterol and lower your blood pressure is through high-intensity exercise. But high-intensity exercise is not for everyone. Some people don't like it. Some may not be ready for it. So having a discussion about this type of exercise with your doctor is important. That way, you and they can determine whether it's safe and a good fit for you. And again, if someone hasn't been active in a while, I do not recommend starting with high-intensity exercise. If you can incorporate it at some point, two to three times per week, and you can stay consistent with it, it will definitely help. And last, but certainly not the least important, managing stress. If it seems like stress is starting to build, any kind of distress, this can not only raise blood pressure, but your LDL cholesterol too. And one of the best ways to manage stress is to get in that workout. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility 
at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I truly wish you all the best, Catherine, and hope that you're able to get off those medications soon. And I truly thank you for taking the time to send in your question. Now, if you want to send in a question to be answered right here on the show, plus get your hands on the Optimal Living Daily Workbook if you're in the US, you can email a question to health at oldpodcast.com. Or if you want to hear your own voice on the podcast, come by oldpodcast.com slash ask. Right on that page, you can record your question straight from your computer's microphone. It's really easy. And if you don't like your first take, you can delete it and do retakes before sending it in. Or you can do it the old-fashioned way and call in your question. The number is 161-I-LOVE-OHD. That's 1-614-568-3643. Thank you so much for doing that. Answering your questions is my favorite part of the show. All right, that's another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily. Thank you so much for listening every day. Thank you for listening all the way through. I hope you have a great start to your weekend and I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.